When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of Big Drive Energy, we're going to discuss the PGA Tour University, something that the PGA Tour and Corn Ferry Tour alike just started out doing uh, last year and kind of grows the game and, and brings foreign players over more going to college instead of uh, going to straight to the PGA Tour or the European Tour. We're going to discuss uh, LeBron James golf swing. Wow. Uh, Zaire Golf had a post. Uh, really interesting swing there that we're going to discuss and get into a few different athletes and what their golf swings look like because it's not good. And this is all brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Pins and Aces. They're the official golf apparel part golf apparel partner of DNBR. We love all our Pins and Aces gear. I've got the Pins and Aces sweater on now. Uh, I had a few people in the office today ask me if this was live and I don't think it is yet. Uh, Nick gave it to us a couple weeks ago, but if it is live, go buy it. It's the most comfortable sweater you can have. And it's got like the embossed. I don't know if embossed is the right word, but the pins and aces logo on the front big, it's like kind of sticks out, but it's the same color of the sweater. Uh, pins and aces is a family owned golf and apparel company right here in Colorado. They've got the best hats, polos, golf bags, and even beer sleeves. You know, we know the beer sleeve holds seven of them. Uh, I've got one in my golf bag so I can go into the pro shop go into the bar, buy seven beers, and then put it in my golf bag. Don't have to carry around a stupid plastic bag for the whole round. So make sure you check it out. Is that considered like a, a baker's half dozen? You I guess so. It's like, it's like a, it's like you get a six pack and then it's instead of the holiday five pack, you're actually adding one instead of somebody yeah, drinking one, fire. you're adding one to it, you know, a little variety in there. So make sure you check out pinsandaces.com. Use promo code BDE. You're receiving 15% off your first order and you're getting free shipping. Pinsandaces.com. All right, let's tee it up. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any. Did somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. <laughs> Dude, it's a beautiful Wednesday here in Mile High City. Not as so great at the Valley of Fun I saw, but <laughs> overall, dude, I'm sick of adulting. I'm you- sick of just... Yeah. Having to spend money on shit. Just got a call that my water heater is out at my condo. It's one of those things that I knew was going to happen, but I just was like hoping it wouldn't. You know, like, do you have those things in life where 
I'm weird. Like if I am looking for something, like let's say I'm looking for a credit card or looking for my ID, like I don't look that hard for it. And, and I like don't check the spots. I really think it could be because I don't want to have it not be found and then have to get a new one. I'm kind of like, I was kind of like this with my water heater. I was You're just like, like holding out hope. Yeah. You, you know, like, are you ever that way? Like if you, if you want to find something, you're like, well, it could be here, could be there. Don't necessarily want to check. Like that's a last resort option, but then you check there and it's not there. Then you're like, oh, well, we're in for it. <laughs> so tell me how this ties in your water heater situation. Well, it's kind of the same as where I didn't, didn't want to think about it. Didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to like look into fixing oh, it. Yeah. it broke. Oh, 100%. Like if you just avoid something and pretend like it, it doesn't exist and just hope it goes away. Exactly. But this didn't happen. Fully slapped me right in the face. <laughs> so uh, the tenants at my condo are getting a new water heater here in the next couple days. So good for them. Good for you. Thanks for renting. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that does suck for sure. That's kind of why I bought a new house is so I, I didn't have to deal with the constant issues of, um, all the appliances breaking down and all that. And I'm going to be out of this place well before anything starts to break down. Like this shit's all somebody else's problem at some point. So, uh, that, that was kind of my mindset behind it. Uh, and I know that's why I asked, I thought you had your water heater replaced two years ago. So, uh, you didn't do that. Should and have for those for those of you who don't know Spencer. Um, he gets so busy with day to day shit that he ignores really big shit. <laughs> like he should have gotten the, he should have gotten the water heater done and t- and didn't, and now it's it's here right in his face until it, he he just can't avoid it now. So I I I know how Spencer operates. He's my best friend. He's my brother. So. I can kind of tell what's going on, but yeah, the, the old $4,000, uh, slap in the face is not fun. I am paying over $4,000, but I'm getting a new shower. So that's, I, I don't know if that's more exciting, less exciting. Um, it's probably gonna end up costing me five or six grand, which is kind of ridiculous, honestly, but, um, it's, uh, I'm getting all like custom tile done, uh, new flooring in the, in the master bathroom, all that. Um, and people are asking, well, you bought a new house. Why would you need to replace that stuff? I didn't need to replace it. I wanted to replace it because it sucked and super generic dog shit material. Um, so I wanted to make it look nicer, maybe add a little equity. So I should see that money back at some point. And I think you'll see that four grand back with the water heater when you decide to sell the condo, which should have been eight months ago. But, uh, (laughs) here we are. Spencer's Here we are <laughs> still owning a fucking <laughs> massive condo. Just getting piped, just catching the pipe by the yeah, see, water heater. See, we're very opposite in that re- regard where like you're creating problems for yourself. Not yeah. problems, but you're like creating issues to make issues better. I'm avoiding issues to make them better. Like as long as my shitter flushes and my sink works, I'm pretty good with my bathroom anyway. Yeah, walking into your condo when you lived alone was a bit of a, a shit show. Um, you, I, I wouldn't say you're dirty, but you definitely leave shit sitting around. You're messy, like countertops not cleaned off, fucking shits everywhere. Oh, that's not. Well, I guess it just depends upon if you caught me. Like if I if 
I, if you catch me on a day where I'm at home for four, three to four hours in a, at a time, my house is clean. It definitely just looks more like a college kids, like living situation. Is that oh, fair? To say? I don't think that's very fair. You had the fucking tops of the cupboards decorated with handles of vodka. Ah, uh, got me there. Oh, yeah, that's college as it gets right there, Pally. Those I Tito's buy, look I nice, I buy nice though. art. Spencer just racks up $30 handles of Tito's and fucking... Actually, your art might cost more than mine because you had about fucking 30 handles up there. That's almost $1,000 worth of vodka, so... That's called killing two birds with one stone. You hammer the Tito's and then you get decoration out of it. <laughs> Jesus that's called Christ. that's called being thrifty dude that is the most 19 year old fucking mindset of anyone i've ever heard in my life that's fucking insane but now you've graduated you're married and i wouldn't say the place is always super clean but it's a little more adult it's definitely adult and dude that i've gotten to that point in my life where like i live alone in my own house and so i can kind of keep it how i want to keep it because nobody else fucking comes in and fucks it up so I just can't like it's part of the reason I can't get an animal right now because I I have enough work cleaning up after myself. Like I don't need to clean up after a dog and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, I've kind of my my level of expectation of cleanliness has kind of dropped since getting two dogs while well, a do- a new dog and then having a dog like just shit's just not going to be as like there's you know dust bunnies and shit that constantly happens like well, just, it's just it kind of started when you got your condo it's just gone down further from there or? no i mean i'm just saying like it, no my condo without dogs was always very like pretty damn clean i don't messy. need i don't need to hear like look at your house look at look, i see behind look at your countertop dude you got shit everywhere like what that's my keys and zins and candles and shit. That's not not fucking f- random silverware and pots that were used two weeks ago. And hey, they're clean. They just cereal on away. the fucking ke- kitchen countertop and shit. You didn't even have a well, I guess. You, I don't know. It's a different living situation. But with me living in a house like I have to have a kitchen table. You guys just don't even have a fucking kitchen table. No, we currently do not. That's our coffee table. Coffee yeah, table that's... equals kitchen table. <laughs> like you sit down for like a nice expensive meal. You're like, let's fucking sit on our couch and eat this from the coffee table. That's what restaurants are for. <laughs> nice expensive meals are meant to be eaten out of home. Away <laughs> from dogs. With, with, with child. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but uh, our living situations are just a little bit different. So I, I, I'm sorry you have to deal with the, the water heater, but. You know, I could have told you to get it done two years ago and that would have just been too easy. So here we are. No, nope, here we are sitting in it, sitting in the shit right now. Well, <laughs> well um, at least you're not real quick. At least you're not you're one of your tenants sitting in a cold fucking condo. Yeah. Luckily, it was just a leak. Um, and it wasn't a full on. Uh, OK. Full on wreck. You know, so they're like not going to be asking for a refund. No, I don't think so. We we have not had a good run with water heaters, so we had to fucking replace ours in North or in South Carolina. In our yeah, in man, our the, house. These water heaters are just getting me. They're just coming after me. Two, hey, water heaters two, Spencer zero. <laughs> yes, exactly. Fucking Full time, getting absolutely bent over. No, and um, no extra stoppage time for me to catch up. I just have to fucking take it. 
No lube, no spit, sandpaper finish, baby. Well, so <laughs> as you guys heard last podcast, uh, I am no longer an official employee of uh, the Valley Fund Spring Valley. So how how's the Valley been, man? What's going down? It fucking sucks, dude. I'm I'm not going to lie. It's not fun being there without you. Um, I've been so busy working. I, I just stayed very busy these last few days because I have a tournament coming up Friday and Saturday. So um, I've been doing all that, uh, setting up the T-sheet, uh, making scorecards, making rule sheets, um, whole signs, proximities, basically anything you can think of is what I've been doing. So the, uh, um, cost sheets for cost sheet for our tournament Saturday, what I got done today. Um, so I've actually stayed very busy, but it's kind of wild being the only one that is like relied upon to get shit done. Cause I know if something needs to get done, it's going to be me that does it. And I know that, yeah. <laughs> but see, I, I can't say that you ever had that exactly because I know you got a lot of it done, but I would at least do some, you could ask me to do things. I now it's just me now. Yeah, it's you, like, yeah, um, it's me and me. Like I'm looking at, it's like the Spider-Man me, me looking at myself, right? Like, get, get that done. Me to me. <laughs> so that's what I've been dealing with at work for this, these last few days. Um, and then some other issues that are frankly, just not my problem at work. So I won't get too much into that, but, uh, I am a golf pro. So that is, I'm going to stick to that. And I think yeah. I know that pretty well. Yeah. We could have a whole podcast on that scenario. Yeah, a tell-all about the golf course. but Spring, Spring Valley Golf Club tell-all. <laughs> like a 30 for 30 episode. Oh, my God, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just, um, it's tough, man. It's got, it's like that lame duck syndrome where, you know, you're like getting ready to be replaced and, or I don't even know what they're doing about that, but I'm leaving regardless if they replace <laughs> me or not. So, I'm just getting ready to leave. And so I kind of have a foot out the door and um, I'm still working hard, but you know, some things just come easier than other things to, to get done. So I've stayed very busy. Um, I'm really just hoping for some snow because I really want to fucking, well, I want to be done at spring Valley. Cause then I want to get to Arizona. I want to get to South Carolina. Um, I want to start making more content this winter, man. Like that's, that's really where my focus has shift to is wanting to do more of this because we're growing. We're continually growing. Our podcast is growing. Our TikTok blew up. Um, we're going to try to grow YouTube. We're making our own merchandise soon. Um, so there's just a lot of things that I think we have the potential to do. And now we're going to have the time to do it, which is a, an amazing opportunity that we've kind of given ourselves through working hard up until this point um, and saving money other than the water heaters and things like that, but really kind of going out on our own a little bit while well, you're still working full time. Of course um, you got a family to support. You got two dogs and a wife. I'm fucking free balling it out here. I'm on my own. So is whatever it's once again, Spider-Man meme, who's going to feed me tonight, me to me, um, who's going to pay my mortgage once again, me, so I just have to handle all that shit on my own. And I think Spencer sometimes forgets that, like that, that I do, like you do a lot, but you also have a wife that does things for you. 
You know what I mean? You do things for her. It all kind of comes out in the wash, but like I literally have to do everything by myself. So that takes a little bit more time out of my life. I have a yard that I enjoy mowing, things like that. But overall, I have to take care of myself. And that's a fucking chore if you don't know me. Um, But anywho, I I think we're going to really have the time and the the resources to make this what we want to make it and continue to grow it. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that personally. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, on course content going, like you said, going to Arizona, just things like that, that we can do to, to spice it up and, and, you know, add to add to the TikTok, add to, uh, different things like that. Cause there's just so much we can do and, and so much more we can, we can be big drive energy can be real, massive big massive drive energy yeah huge can take, hog energy take it from big to huge to massive Maybe spencer can hit the range too and get a little better and we can play in some shit get better maybe maybe not but the game yeah, of golf, the i don't game know if you'll ever is... i don't know if you'll ever really make time for golf again like you just you've got way too much shit going on at all times i can never if you had a child, I don't think you'd ever have a free moment. I don't think so. No. That does that that probably just upsets you thinking about it. Your life would have to change for sure. <laughs> for sure. You, you could not live at this current pace and fucking have a small human being 100% in your, in your watch. Um but yeah, I'm super stoked about that. Everybody keeps asking me what I'm going to do. I'm like, "Well, first of all, fucking nothing." Um I do great. I'm great at doing nothing. I wake up in the morning. I sit on the couch, have a cup of coffee, watch NFL today, um, fuck around on my phone. Maybe I'll go for a walk, have a bagel, go into town, buy shit I don't need, have some lunch, uh, fucking, and then do something in the evening, go to a sporting event, go um, chill at home, watch sports. Basically, just I, I don't have a problem filling my day. And I really do. What One thing I do want to do is start make. How many times can I say do in one fucking sentence? Um, one thing I, I want to start doing is making some content in my backyard with my putting green. Because I feel like that's got to be like, how can I not take advantage of that? Especially when it's just right here. Like I can make chipping videos in my backyard. Um I could make instructional videos. I can make fuck around videos, uh, everything like that. So I think I need to take more advantage of that also. Yeah. This podcast has turned into like a live brainstorm of big drive energy. So hope, hope you all enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, I'm, I, I Jesus, I'm short circuiting. If you heard that, uh, I'm just kind of flowing at the mouth. It's just not stopping. So just what we, just what you do. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. That is correct. All right, should, should we get into a little golf? Um, talk about the PGA Tour University a little bit. Uh, so for those of you guys that don't know, this started in 2021. And so this year's class was the, the second class of what's called PGA Tour University. Um, and it finishes at the end of the stroke play event. Uh, this year was at Greyhawk. And so 15 players in college will earn status on different professional tours. So how it works due to their rankings throughout, you didn't really explain what PJ tour university was. 
Yeah, I, I said the top 15 players in the standing. Like, just let me get to it. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. So, go, go for it. So basically, this is this is awarded by points for playing in college events. So it's it's own it's its own thing. You know, golf is just so different, especially in the professional ranks than every other sport. Other other than the fact you have to be otherworldly good at it. The, the rank, you can play yourself in and out constantly of money, of status, what have you. Whereas other sports, you sign that contract, you can get hurt and not play another game the rest of your career. And if you had guaranteed money, there's no such thing as guaranteed money. So, you know, unless PG, you play on the live tour. Well, yes, that's, we're going to, we're going to try to go one whole pod without talking about that because we, we did a really good job of it to start. And then all of a sudden it just gave us no choice. Essentially. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about it. I think, I think everybody needs to be a little bit more open-minded to it. Well, yes, but before we get too deep into the live tour, this is about the PGA tour and the PGA (laughs) tour university and the top 15 players at the end of a college golf season, uh, for the men, they earn status onto different professional tours. So the top five players in PGA Tour University standings get a Corn Ferry Tour membership and are exempt into all open and full field events. Um, and that started with the BMW Charity Pro-Am this past June. So this is the second class of the, of the PGA Tour University. But the top five players got basically get pretty much full corn fairy tour status, which we know then can snowball if you play well enough into full PG or PGA tour status and full PGA tour status. Um, the, uh, the players who finish six through 15 receive PGA tour Canada status, beginning with the ATB classic, which was in Edmonton in early or mid June, June 16th through 19th through the end of the season. So, uh, those players are also exempt in the second up to the second stage of corn Ferry tour qualifying. Um, basically what this program does is it makes it easier for college players to advance to the professional level and rewards their college commitment. So the cool thing about this and how it's different than, you know, the one year rule in, in the NBA is they, have to play division one level and complete four years to be eligible for the PGA tour university. So it's different in the fact that they're committing to four years, but also it's different in the fact of like, it's reward. Like if you play four years at a NBA or Jesus, an NCAA school going to the NBA, like there's no guarantee, uh, you know, and there's no guarantees here, but at least it gives you a chance individually to play yourself into basically being, you know, it'd be like if NBA players were like NBA teams had to select just players that finish in the top, you know, they, they had to play four years. Like they're automatically on tour. It's hard to relate specifically to a team sport, but with these, these players, it, it kind of pushes to, and I think you wanted to talk about this a little bit too, but it kind of gives players from the international level, a reason to come over to America, go to college, get a degree, play for four years, and then have a chance to be in the PGA Tour University and gain Corn Ferry Tour status where now they're playing full time. 
you know, you don't see a lot of stories like Jordan Spieth very often, especially anymore with the competition being so insane at a lot of events, but you don't see players just in the middle of their college career, go win a PGA tour event and then have full status. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's like you said, it's a big, uh, um, encourage or what, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh, Jesus. Uh, it'll come to me. Um, it's definitely a big plus for uh, international players to come over, play collegiate events. Um, incentive. Thank, thank you. Me to me. Um, <laughs> Quinn and Williams. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it definitely is a big incentive for these international players to come over. And I was watching college golf this this week, actually, at the the event at Arkansas was on uh, the golf channel. And that place looks sick, by the way. It's called Blessings Golf Club. Most fitting Arkansas uh, golf name there is because it's just. Everything's a blessing out there, apparently. Um, Dude, if, if we worked there, everybody comes in, it wouldn't be like, uh, what, what do we what did we say? Um, Living the dream. It'd be just yeah. like another day full of blessings. Bless life. That's too easy. Too easy. Oh, yeah. That's shooting fish in a barrel there. But yeah, that was kind of the first that I heard of this PGA Tour University stuff. And uh, it is it's the first way ever for collegiate success to directly give somebody promotion onto a professional tour. Because like you said, Spencer, there's such a thing as sponsors exemptions that have gone around quite a bit in years past but one or two sponsors exemptions isn't going to get a guy unless you're jordan spieth isn't really going to get a guy enough time to get his legs under him and get status out there on the corn ferry or pj tour so it really gives them um a little bit of it, it gives them a huge advantage by playing well in college in order to uh, advance their career on the pj tour and it definitely, like you said, encourages guys to stay for a full four years. Because why, like, hypothetically, you, obviously most of these guys are going to be on full scholarship that are in the top five, 10, 15, 25 collegiate players in the nation. They're going to be on full scholarship. So they're going to college for free. They're getting a, a education covered. And then they can possibly earn – that's like your employer paying you to go to college – for the degree that you're going to use when you get out of college. You know what I mean? Like that's, that almost feels like double dipping a little bit. So I can definitely see how that's encouraging. Cause a lot of those um, European guys and like, there's a lot of South American guys, uh, some Central American guys and, and males and females. Um, but there's a lot of internationals that in years past, they don't really, nobody in Europe goes to college if they want to play professional golf, they, they turn pro when they're 18 and they just kind of go from there. And that was more of the route I took. And now I'm sitting here doing a podcast with my brother. So things definitely went well for me, but um, it seems like more and more now going to college is the only real smart option for any of these guys trying to make it professionally on the PJ tour, unless you're, unless you're just like a trust fund baby, you know, and you feel like you have a talent at a, at a really, really young age, like Ryan Ruffles, for example, who actually, do you remember that name, Spencer? Yeah. The name rings a bell. Yeah. He was Australian 
And he was the one that had reportedly, I think it was like six or seven years ago. Um, he reportedly took like 20 grand off Phil Mickelson in a practice round. Do you remember hearing about that? Yep. They gambled. He took money off him. It was this whole big thing. Like who knows, who knows if it was true or not, but this kid turned pro and he was 16 or 17. And now he's 24 has had some status on the corn ferry the last couple of years, but needless to say, he's not a breakout superstar with PGA tour wins. Like, he just, I think they said it was his second Monday qualify, um, Monday qualifier that he got through on the PGA Tour. So guys like that, I'm sure if they would have seen that they could possibly get status on a tour through going in, into college and, and having success in college golf, then they would probably choose that at that point. So I, I think it'll, I think it's definitely changing the game. And I was just shocked, dude. I was telling you before we even started recording the amount of international players on all these college teams is insane. Um, in I, what always fascinated me is how some of these coaches recruit, like you find a lot of these coaches find a certain area and really zero in on it. Like for instance, Illinois, they get all these Englishmen that, that, uh, and even like Swedes and, uh, is it Danish if, if they're from Denmark, Danish is? I think so. Or is that a pastry? That's a pastry. That's, I think it's a, human? A, it's a multifaceted word. Talk to me like I'm a pastry because that's basically what I am. Um, but a da- like the Danes, they had, so they've had Thomas Peters go there, uh, who's now very successful, won multiple times worldwide. They've had uh, Detri, Detri uh, go there. Illinois has produced quite a few really, really good players um, throughout the year. Thomas Detry, um, I forget. And then there's another kid from Illinois, oh, Nick Hardy. I think it, I want to say his name is Nick Hardy. Um, he went there to Illinois, and he's not international. But now they've got – who Spencer, do you have that list in front of you? They have some wild-ass international name. I think he's French. It's got to be French. The uh, the top or the Illinois from the Illinois roster, yes. Um, this is great podcasting once again. Let's see where his men's golf roster. Okay, here I, I'm almost there. Oh, his name is Adrian Dumont de Chazart. And I probably just royally fucked that. Yeah. Um, well, did you talk about Ma- Ma- Mathis Bassard? No, Matthias. Couple, no, Mathis. Uh, it's no, no A. Oh, okay, it's Matthias. H I S. You're right. You're right. There, he's also from Belgium. Okay, so, so yeah, let's just just to give people an, an example. Let's read off Illinois' um, roster here. So we've got. Uh, we'll just say where they're from. TJ. Barger, he's from Illinois, but then you have Mathis Bassard, Belgium, Jackson Buchanan, Georgia, Adrian Dumont de Chenard. That was that felt pretty good. Like I'm not gonna lie, that that rolled off the tongue. He's from all. He's also from Belgium. Um, then you have another kid from Wisconsin. Then you have Jerry G, 
J-I. It's got to be G. G. Jerry, Jerry G. G. He's from Hoofdorp, Netherlands. Um, then we have Dylan Keating from Ireland. Uh, another kid from Illinois. Nico Lang from Germany. And a kid from California. So talk about a mixture of international and low and, and native uh, native U S players and, and international players. Isn't that fucking insane, dude? Like the, once you look at a roster of golf and these like Mike small is their uh, Illinois golf coach, and he's been super successful throughout the years. Um, like I said, he's produced multiple PGA tour winners, um, multiple successful golfers, but he, the, I feel like these coaches find a little honey hole somewhere over internationally, like where they really know the recruiting scene. And that's where they go get guys. Like, like I said, he has the Netherlands in there. He has Belgium in there. He has Germany in there. He has uh, Ireland. Like these guys recruit as hard overseas as they do here in America, if not harder, which is fucking insane. And I guess the lure also of maybe like, maybe it's easier to sell an international person on coming to Illinois. You know, because they're like, oh, it's America. You go to fucking Champaign, Illinois, it's a big turd in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm do sure you it's think- a fun college town, but it's it's literally sitting in the middle of the Midwest. Like, if you know, if you're from America, you're like, I don't want to go to Illinois. But if you're from Belgium, you're like, USA, that sounds fucking choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you think the America, the idea of the American dream is still a thing? Oh, 100%. I think... I, if we're get, I don't want to get like too deep here, but I think a lot of people in America definitely take for granted like what we have here. Because if you go to a lot of international countries, there's plenty of people that would be willing to move to the U.S. Um, for our freedoms and for the rights that we have over here. And not necessarily like Belgium and Germany and shit, but, you know, the, in general, I would say the American dream is definitely still alive and well. Um, and yeah, like I said, you can sell anybody on going to Champaign, Illinois when they've never, they just think America, you know, unless they're from here. And then they're like, God, if I'm from Colorado, why would I move to middle of nowhere, Illinois? You know? So I think, I think that's definitely an advantage they have. And same with like Arkansas. I saw Arkansas had quite a few international players, um, SEC in general, like, and actually if we're talking about rankings, I saw that Vanderbilt is currently the highest ranked college golf team. And that was not the case when I was in high school, kind of looking at some colleges, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's, I mean, the sec programs are always good, but it's more the, the Texas A&M, the Alabama, the South Carolina, uh, Florida, you know, teams like that, not like an LSU's had a good team, but Vanderbilt doesn't really strike me as a, as a golf school. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, well, going back to kind of talking about the the top 15 players that earn status. So the two of the top five are Cole Hammer and Pearson Cootie from Texas. Yeah. So they're Texas. both going to be on the soon to be the, SEC. Yeah, soon to be SEC. And soon those guys soon to be Corn Ferry. Uh, and then you got Jacob Bridgman from Clemson. You got Logan McAllister from Oklahoma. And once again, these are, you know, not outdated, but this is from June. So these guys have, have had a couple months now on the corn Ferry tour. And then RJ 
uh, Mankey from Washington. Uh, he transferred from Pepperdine, won a national title in 2021 with Pepperdine, and then transferred to Washington and is now going to the Corn Ferry Tour via the fourth place finisher. And then you've got Wake Forest, Oklahoma, Georgia, Old Miss, Pepperdine, South Carolina, SMU, Texas, Arizona State, Oklahoma State in the top six through 15 of individual players. So no Vandy guys, but this is, you know, once again from June. So these guys have already secured their their tour status temporarily or permanently, depending upon how they've played. But um, dude, so this is opening a can of worms. So I'm looking at this, you know, I'm on this Illinois golf website. And there's a little uh, below some of the players you can click on, you know, their, their, whatever you can click on. It looks like their Twitter handle, their Instagram. And there's, if you, there's a little money sign you can click on. So I'm like, Hmm, see if I, you know, if this is Jackson Buchanan's cash tag, you know, I'm like, what, what's this? So this opens up a website that I've actually never heard of called open doors like indoors, but with open instead of in. Yeah. And it pulls up his profile. And so Jackson Buchanan, this kid here, shout out Jackson Buchanan. Um, if you're listening to this podcast from Dacula, Georgia at Illinois. Uh, oh my God, this is great. So, so it gives you his biography. University of Illinois men's golf, 2025. Um, you know, Illinois fighting Illini affiliations, big 10 champagne, Illinois student athlete, male, white, 20 English. He hometown Dacula, Georgia, but then it says interests, music, sports, business, and finance. Then it says at the bottom preferences, alcohol, beer slash seltzers. <laughs> this is lit. This kid. I love this kid. So on the right side of this. So this you, is like endorsement stuff, I assume. Yes. So here's the crazy thing. On the right side of the screen here, it's got a little picture, Jackson over here. Guys, official Twitter account. But then for personal use, you can purchase $10. Jackson will give you a shout out and record a video for you. Cameo. $32. Jackson will post on social media for you. This is like an OnlyFans? Basically. $37, Jackson will attend your practice or event. Uh, well, autograph, Jackson will sign something for you for $25 or $10 to pitch anything. Jackson will respond to your custom request. What? So you can click on this website, Open Doors. This is wild. You can send Jackson $37, send him an offer, and he will appear at your practice or event. What the fuck? Dude, it's amazing what this world is like turning into. Well, so I I don't know if you heard about what Barstool created um, with their everybody was a Barstool athlete. You know that like everyone and their grandma is a Barstool athlete. Yeah, I should have applied. I'm not even a college athlete, but just see if they'd tell me I could be a Barstool athlete. But basically, they created this platform because this was like right when COVID started. So nobody's really heard anything, blah, blah, blah. But come to find out they actually built a website called, I think it's called two Y like T O like two way, but T W O W H Y maybe, or something like that. It was, they wanted it to be two way, but they couldn't get the the handle or something. Um, but it basically connects collegiate athletes with endorsers for um, name image likeness stuff. So 
everyone has their profile there. And then that allows, it gives the uh, companies uh, a chance to see their profiles and if they want to pay them to endorse something through them. So that's, that's kind of a cool way to connect athletes to um, companies to make money, you know, off their name, image, and likeness. But the whole cameo weird thing, like, I don't know, that's, and maybe, maybe it works in Champagne. Like maybe everybody knows who he is, but you can't tell me there's anybody that wants this dude to show up at their event and is going to pay them for it. And especially $37, like that's your appearance fee. I'd fucking charge more than that. I'd be like a Chris 50 or it ain't happening. Like my Chris time's- 50. But yeah, dude. So now I've gone, I've gone into a full rabbit hole here on opendoors.com. So when you go to the main page, it has like all these featured teams and, and featured athletes. And like, for instance, this chick named Nicklin Hames, Hamas, she plays volleyball at Nebraska. So Brocky, if you can find uh Nicklin Hames, get her on open doors, but like, it has like a profile picture of them. And then it says how many Twitter followers she has, how many Instagram followers she has. And then you can click on like her offers. Like it's basically just straight up selling. Like it says from $25. So fucking fuck, dude. That's so weird. Like, I don't like that. It's nuts, dude. Her appear, her post on social media is $163 for you. And where do they come up with like, can't you make it a round number? I'm, Am I weird that that annoys me? Or maybe, maybe well, what I'm it wondering is, if maybe it, it's probably the built-in fee of like maybe she gets 150 and the website gets 13. It could be it, yeah. But dude, that's wild. Just to see, like, just to see where you know athletes can make money because, like, what you were talking about with the barstool thing, I heard about that too. CU actually had like a kind of a full networking event doing that, where it was like a website set up where companies could go in and like a, you know, a local, you know, burrito place in, in Boulder could go in and be like, Hey, we were offering $250 for an athlete to come, you know, sponsor our stuff or come be an, an adversary. What's the word, you know, a, a advocate. I, there's a word, there's a better word for this that I currently can't think of. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I'm picking but up. They can be one of those people for them. That's you know, showing like ambassador ambassador. There it is. There it is. Congrats. Me to me, me to me. But yeah, like the, all these do like you can go to schools, you can click, like you got Adrian Martinez in here blowing it up. Like even professional athletes, dude, Adrian Martinez, isn't he like his eighth year of college football? Yes. But like this even has professional athletes, dude, like David Bakhtiari. You can you pay a thousand dollars and he'll post on social media for you. Really? Yeah. It's basically cameo. Exactly. Um, this is wild, dude. This is a rabbit hole I didn't expect to go down on this podcast. Yeah, I, but, I fully did not know that shit existed. But shout out to our boy from from Illinois that has interests, alcohol, beer, seltzers. What a legend. <laughs> like they're like, you gotta create a profile, and he's all shit faced on a Friday. He's like what do I, what do I like right now? I think golf is pretty much the only sport you could ever get away with in that. Yeah. Alcohol and gambling. That's, that is generally golfers main interest. Exactly. And it's our main interest. And we do all of our gambling over with our great friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Great so 
DraftKings Sportsbook is our favorite app to use for gambling. Um, I've got like a little side pot stashed away where I just do first touchdowns in primetime games. Um, that side pot is currently dwindling. Um, but DraftKings Sportsbook has so many different options for you guys to head over there. If you enter the promo code DNVR, you're getting, <clears throat> excuse me, you're betting $5 on any NFL team to win, and you're getting $200 in free bets if they do. So if you're not a DraftKings customer, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code DNVR. And all you're doing is risking a little Finsky, little Lincoln, and you're getting $200 in free bets, which absolutely use the free bets on same game parlays or first touchdown scores. Like if you're getting a free shot, you, you want to swing up, you want to swing big. You don't want to swing down. You don't want to talk down. Um, you're able to swing big on these touchdowns. And like the other night, like it wasn't the greatest payout, but the first, first touchdown for the Buccaneers on Monday night football being Mike Evans, pretty, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Um, and you can choose whether it's per team, you can choose for the whole game. Um, but DraftKings is an, is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And you can go over there to find all these great offers. They constantly have profit boosts and different parlays. We're going to get back into the betting, uh, the golf scene right now. We're just kind of getting the feel, the lay of the land for the, the new tournaments. You know, we've started the 2023 season already, even though it's still middle of 2022, but uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any NFL football game. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I also wanted to tell you about our great friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the newest, hottest ticketing app out there, and we've used it in multiple occasions we actually just used it to purchase tickets to go to baltimore we will be at the baltimore ravens home stadium mt bank i believe it is in december to watch the denver broncos take them on uh, we do this every year go right around my birthday area and uh, go to an away game we've seen 10 cities and we always do this with game time we we didn't do it the very first year with game time and then we figured out that it has the best best prices by far you're getting the best deals and you get to we get to sit in spots that we normally wouldn't like we get to sit in lower level bowl seats at mnt bank stadium and i think our tickets were under 160 bucks a piece so pretty incredible stuff from the game time app you're not going to find any better any better deals on the broncos the rockies the nuggets if you're in denver uh i'm checking out the game time app right now and the next week I can go to a Colorado Avalanche game using the Game Time app, and it's only that's a preseason game. So next Wednesday, I can get into Ball Arena for twenty five dollars into an Abs game, and they have exclusive content where, like, you can slide up at the top of the Game Time app, and it changes, it unlocks flash deals where I can sit lower level all in for $91 to Jets at Avalanche in a couple of Wednesdays from now. So make sure you're checking out the game time app and getting the best seats 
at the best prices. If you love DNVR and you love Big Drive Energy, then you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us and show that you're listening and you're using Game Time is heading over to our description of our show. And in the description of the show, you'll find the ticket link. Use that, download the Game Time app, join over 15 million people that are getting the best price on tickets. All right, buds, do you think we should uh, talk a little bit about San? We'll talk a little bit about the Sanderson Farms past week's PGA Tour event, and then we'll get into Fairway or Four before we get out of here. Well, yeah. So Sanderson Farms, Mackenzie Hughes won in a playoff. I think that's all we need to discuss there. <laughs> I mean, what what else do we have? Anything else? Well, Mackenzie Hughes, uh, Sepp Straka continues his hot play from la- the end of last season into this season. Yeah, dude, he's super streaky. He just he misses a shitload of cuts and then he'll come out and play really well. Like Vic Lombardi actually tweeted this summer. Um, he, he makes picks with another sports book that we won't talk about. Um, that's not DraftKings, And he picks Straka like the week after he won. And I'm like, no chance. He, he fucking sucks the week after he plays well. And Vic just goes, I like his, I just like his name. I was like, Oh, glad you're making picks that people, trail off of somebody liking his name although um, it it would have worked a couple times this year especially with scotty scheffler and then who won back to Finau won back to back oh no i mean i'm not it's, uh, it, it's all case by case but sep straka is not a consistent dude for being is, as good as he is vic vic lombardi's golf betting strategy is equivalent to my roulette strategy <laughs> where if like the number two hits i always bet on the number two right after it I don't know why. I feel like that's a good strategy. Now, professional golf is very different from roulette, but the, I'm always like, that's my main roulette strategy is to bet on the the one that just hit because if it ever back-to-back hits, like usually when I'm playing roulette, I bet like the last seven numbers that hit, just hoping that it repeats. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty bold strategy. I think, um, I don't know. I, I, I think betting a number that just hit is pretty unlikely that it hits again but i could be i mean i guess they're all independent of each other so it doesn't really i think no matter what you have the same chance of hitting that number um so i i guess uh i guess it really doesn't matter what number goes before it so i always struck you for like a 34 guy i do is that red i do have a few numbers that i play 34 is red yep I play, I like to, sometimes I like to pile on to one third. Um, sometimes I like to, I, you have to be consistent and I'm not. And that's why I never win at roulette because I'm not consistent. But if you bet on something, you have to stick with it. You can't like go off feels. That's like a one time up at the casino a year. Like if you go up there and you actually want to make money, which is dumb, but people do it. You have to, you have to be consistent with what you bet, you know, same with like playing, blackjack you have to decide like am i going to hit on 16 or am i not am i going to help am i going to play by the book or am i not you know but and you can go off feels but if you're you're you got to keep your feels in the same whether you're down a thousand or up a thousand you need to play the same way and that's how you consistently win or try to consistently win at uh any sort of gambling other than oh. sports gambling, sports gambling is different, but sports gambling, same thing. You kind of got to stay consistent with what you bet. You know, you could pick four picks in a day, do 10, 10, 10, and then hundred. And you're, if you lose your lock, your stone cold lock of the week, 
then you're losing $70 plus juice on all those bets. So thank you for the betting tutorial, sir. You're welcome. And so Seb Straka lost in a playoff. Long story short. Long story short, Seb um, Straka lost in a playoff. Don't don't bet PGA Tour players back to back unless their name's Scotty Scheffler or Tony. Fiedler. Yeah, yeah. Don't those, these lower level guys don't bet them back to back. They're gonna be all hungover. They're partying. I, and I hate to call them lower level, but there is a tier. There's tiers of quality of players on the PGA Tour. There's and levels all really, to this shit. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's a good way to put it. Um, so let's talk really quickly about LeBron's absolutely atrocious golf swing. Somebody got a, a candid video of him at Top Golf. And what's great about this is I always use the example when I'm teaching people golf. I always tell them, like, you can hand the greatest athlete in the world a golf club. They're going to look like a total idiot. And I would, I would argue that LeBron is a top five athlete of this century um, in any sport. And you hand him a golf club, total fucking fool. Looks like a complete idiot. So um, I'm glad that my, my uh, theory holds up there. Yeah, so I was doing a little research on this and uh, found some other golf swings that I saw from professional athletes. Marshawn Lynch was a really bad one. Uh, Jalen Rose absolutely embarrassed himself at a professional tournament in Michigan. Uh, he was wearing an Aiden Hutchinson jersey. This was at the PGA Tour Champions in Michigan. Um, and Jalen Rose decided to take a swing to help raise money for a charity. And he whiffed like seven straight times. I think he's I remember seeing that. He's left-handed. He missed it seven straight times. And of course, Jalen Rose, big Michigan guy, um, you know, widely regarded as one of the, the most famous athletes to play in Michigan. People from there love him. And he just made a complete fool of himself. And I think going over between. He should have called a timeout on that tee box. Oh, wait, he didn't have one. Oh, exactly. Uh, Does anybody get that reference? Hopefully. Yeah, I I get. No, you got it. I was hoping the listeners would too. Got it. Um, If you know, you know. Judging by these different athletes, golf swings. And of course, there's we've got an NFL player. We've got LeBron. We got Jalen Rose. Um, I think what makes them look so silly is I think a lot of golfers that aren't confident in their swings or don't really have a golf swing is they, they have these really short choppy back swings and then they try to just find the ball. And the more you try to just find the ball without swinging you're you're toast. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, when you first hand somebody a golf club, they don't get the concept of turning away from the ball. So like you said, they, they don't turn it's all arms. They basically just pick the club straight up and then try to drop it on the ball and obviously not how golf works. So that ends up uh, playing out pretty poorly for everyone involved. Yeah. And what, what, so give us one other thing that you feel from seeing golf swings that you're just like, Oh, that's horrible. So we can kind of educate the people on like, yo, like this is like a general thing that happens that just makes a golf swing look bad from a professional athlete or just anybody's standpoint. Um, like aesthetically or like mechanically aesthetically mechanically is just way too deep. That's a whole podcast in itself. Um, I would say the trail elbow really flying out like chicken winging. That just makes you look like you're swinging a baseball bat. Do you agree? Yeah. And that's like when you get to the top of your backswing and you see somebody's right elbow for a right hander there. It's just way fucking behind their body and like shot out. It makes it look really disjointed. Like you don't have much structure going on. Yeah. And that's exactly what Marshawn Lynch does. And then I think for me, 
uh, on that same topic. Mine is like when your feet fly out, like when you're swinging through it and either your foot's sliding around or you're, you're not in your say, like your feet are not in the same spot. They started the golf swing in. That's just a real quick indicator of like, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's plenty of tells there, but, um, always love watching LeBron embarrass himself no matter where it is. Like, I'm surprised he didn't turn around freak out, try to blame the ref, try to blame somebody. Um, I just don't really like LeBron anymore. If I, I don't know if I've had this rant on this podcast or not, but I, I really did enjoy the guy um, at first. And now he's just kind of gotten like, I think he's got a God complex. Like he thinks he's God. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing, nobody that tells him no, I would imagine in any circumstance of his life. Yeah. And that, I think that's not healthy for anyone. I think that's, I think that's kind of like the definition of a tyrant. LeBron tyrant James. Yeah. I I just don't like the dude. So uh, yeah. The tyrant love watching him make a fool out of himself swinging a golf club. Yeah, poor dude. I wonder who went up and snapped that, but Zyre Golf posted that. Got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, it was just a candid video. He did not know. Otherwise, he wouldn't have allowed it. Like, yeah, he he would never. He's the kind of dude that can't laugh at himself. Yeah, he kind of feels that way. Yeah, definitely gives that vibe. All right, should we wrap this pot up with a little fairway or four? Yeah, let's do it. Here, let me get into the fairway or four from last week and get the results. So yours was talking about Carolina barbecue being the best flavor of barbecue. Ooh, it was really close. So 52% four. So I think Fuck just that. people just like, I, I think it's not, I, I don't think it's known enough, you know, like it, it got introduced to me, like I said, because we went to Carolina, but I think that the overall just, lack of knowledge of Carolina barbecue sauce hurt you there. Mine was the dentist is the worst of the adult medical appointments. You have to make fair 56% fairway. So people had some other ones out there that they just maybe didn't like as much as the, as the dentist that they, that didn't bother them as much. Let me put it that way. Fair enough. Um, fair all right, enough. So I'll go ahead and lead us off. I don't think I've done this before, but um, October is my favorite month. October is the best month of the year. Is that that's just my my take. Like, I don't think we've done that before. Um, if if I have, it's October now, so I can officially say it's the best month of the year. I don't think there's an argument. The weather's perfect. You got Christmas, you got Thanksgiving, you got Halloween coming up. Um, I just think it's about as good as it gets. So I think October is the best month of the year. It's my favorite. Um, and that's my take. That is completely right down the middle, bombed fairway. Best month of the year for those reasons you gave. And also it's the only month of the year where we get all four sports. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Yes, that's very true. They're all on at once. We have a few of those days, like middle to end of this month. And they're just incredible. They're just fully overloaded. Like when you're sitting there in like June or July with one sport on, you're just like, give me October. And now October's here. Um, My fairway or four. Uh, for this this podcast is I'm going to go into the food realm again. And my favorite four is that like salt. I'm a big salt guy. Salt can make any meal better. Is that fair or four? Like if something tastes horrible and you add salt to it, like it'll at least make it taste better. 
Yeah, that's a fact, unless it's too salty. That's the only time it wouldn't be better. But if as long as something is not already too salty, salty will make any salt will make anything taste better. I think that is the common mistake that most people make is they don't have enough salt on their food. Exactly. Well, Mitchell, good to see you, brother. Good to talk to you. Uh, to you all you. enjoy enjoy this weekend of golf. Uh, maybe get out and play some golf. Play some fall golf in Colorado. It's the best place to play it. Make sure you're following us on all the sites. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.